0: in hip-hop audio review ice cube kill at will ep um look man ice cube is a motherfucking legend and if you're younger than me you probably (laughs) know him as a director a movie writer um such movies as friday friday after next that whole series mama or daddy are we there yet Mm. um you know and, and, and a plethora of other movies however Ice Cube started as a super gangster rapper and ghostwriter for Dr. Dre on the come up and also um, Easy e um, Obviously, I already give y'all a history lesson. Y'all wanna know more about Ice Cube, go and go do your own research. Um, this is not the first time we review Ice Cube though, right? Like, we've done a couple of classics. Yeah, 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 we have on, on Patreon. On Patreon. But here we are, Kill That Will EP. Uh, seven tracks, 22 minutes, dropped in 1990, Ken, I, and I had to make sure that I, I asked that if it was dropped at that point, and the main reason is because, you know, it, our, our patrons already know, but like, oftentimes when we review stuff from this far back, I don't necessarily bop my head to it, mm. you know what I'm saying, I I, I give it the Dusty label, mm. this is far from Dusty, mm. and I feel that this definitely aged well over time. Uh, but what made you suggest this?
1: Uh, one, it was it was quick. Mm-hmm. Two is one of his projects that people rarely talk about. Uh, mm. It's his only EP mm. ever. It dropped after America's Most Wanted in December, and you know it's a good throwback because I, I I feel like as we do these adding throwbacks will be a good mix for people, mm-hmm. um, but. It also has a nostalgic feeling for me because in December 1990, I was like 14. Mm-hmm. So I didn't buy this. Yeah. But on previous shows, I mentioned my homies that were from Chicago. Mm-hmm. This is how I got it mm. from them. So, you know, you're back in the day, your friends you use it. Uh, it was a little bit harder to come by parental advisory, all that stuff. You couldn't buy it. And, um, and yeah, one of the things that they, one of the songs they were talking about was jacking for beats. Mm-hmm. And how he just took all those beats and started just rhyming over them. And um, and I just remember that being like a moment for me in hip hop, mm-hmm. the Kill That Will EP. And even before that, it was the 100 Miles of Running, which I think I got from my cousin with NWA. But yeah, it was just this one. So I, I was like, you know what? I haven't listened to this in a while. This would be a good time to listen to it. Two of the songs, Endangered Species and Get Off My Dick, were on previous projects. Mm -hmm. But the other ones, the other two, four, five, Mm -hmm. and six, even though six was a skit, Mm -hmm. were all um, new songs. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, What's Up is just an outro, which was a thing back in the Mm -hmm. day. So, yeah, yeah,
0: it, it, I, I remember that as a kid where oftentimes people on their last song would give shout outs to everybody mm-hmm. that was involved or they messed with and stuff like that. So, yeah, this is definitely a throwback. Um, it's definitely old mm-hmm. er, 32 year 31 years to yeah, be exact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, this one definitely had my head bumping. And for as much old school stuff, I don't know. I've heard of Jack and for Beats. Mm. So that was one of those that, you know, I feel like if you like hip hop at some point in time, you've heard that. Mm. Um, I didn't know what project it was on or anything like that. Um, so when I saw it on here, I'm like, oh, I know that one. <laughs> say it made, made me feel, you know, a little, a little like, oh, OK, I know something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the rest of these were the, the first time that I heard them. Uh, but you know what I took away, Ken? Ice Cube was too, was so far ahead of his time. So far ahead of his time you know what i'm saying um another thing that i took away from that was um i you you can tell or in 31 years not much has changed mm-hmm. mm. you know yeah. so 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 I, you know i'm i'm hearing him talking about you know how the cops Look at him the wrong way, then it's a problem. I don't want you running my tag. I don't want this. I don't want that. I think that back in the 90s, you know, I would like to say that back in the 90s, it was crazier, but it's not. When you look at the shit that just happened, the, you got these white extremists motherfucking mm. jumping the goddamn White House and doing this crazy ass shit. 2021 is not that much different from nineteen ninety. And that's crazy to say that I've pretty much grown up in this era of just craziness, and I'm not, and I don't even want to, you know, relate it back to the slavery because I think that that's even worse than the shit that we're dealing with. But just to think that the I was born in '84, this came out in '90. It's only six years difference, right? And for the majority of my adult life, we've been dealing with the stuff that he rapped about in 1990. So it's like, where is the progression? what mm-hmm. like like what are we really living and fighting for when this shit is still the status quo
1: yeah and um you know if you guys that are listening to this if you guys haven't heard of this ep i really encourage you to listen to the product yes and dead homies yep and that'll yep. really highlight everything that people is talking about yep. so imagine a 13 14 year old kid growing up in mississippi at a school that's predominantly white, hearing the product and their homies Mm. at that age. When, you know, with cousins from Cali, you hear the stuff that they, you know, tell. I can't remember, you know, remember a lot of that stuff, but I'm just, I would just only imagine, you know, my homies from Chicago sharing stories with me because they were there because of the violence and shit like that. And then you hear Ice Cube talking about it. And then you, you hear the product and the way he closed the product Mm -hmm. By saying, no, I'm going to jail because I am the product. Yeah. Talks about something that you've talked about a lot uh, since we've been doing dead end in in the prison industrial complex. Yes. And the way he took that and described his life from birth Mm -hmm. all the way to him going to jail. And it it was just like as the product and show that he had no way of really winning it. Like his odds of, of winning this game are slim. So I yep. thought that was dope, and then to go from taking that and and kind of threading the two together, I didn't do this when I was back in 1990. But to go from the product to dead homie, so here's the guy that went to jail. Here's another guy that ended up dead, and he's talking about the only time he's wearing a suit is when he goes see his dead homies, and it's talking about we do graffiti, and now it's RIP beside their names, mm-hmm. like just like you said. This was in 1990, 2021 some a lot of that stuff is still, still in applies, existence
0: man still applies yep. we'll be back
1: after this quick break
0: and, and yeah man I, I listened to this like i said man it made me bop my head but then when i started paying attention to this shit i'm like man i want to say that things have changed but but they haven't um yeah. and the product I'm, I'm glad you tied it to the to the actual song that i was referencing but yeah man just like listen to that man that that that's why I said Cube was ahead of his time. Q mm-hmm. was really ahead of his time in what he was rapping. And then, like, the product is him, but it's also the product of cocaine that was in, in, in inter, interjected into that community, mm-hmm. and it ravaged that community. Yep. You know what I'm saying, and then they want to blame us when it was y'all that did it. It's mm-hmm. y'all that institutionalized us. It's you that put us behind these barriers, and then you're acting. Why are we the ones acting crazy when you're the ones that put the restraints on us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. This this is one of the better older projects that we listen to, and we listen to too much hip hop for me to honestly say that, oh, I'm going to put this in rotation. But this is one of those joints that, in my opinion, for now, that I'm definitely going to tell the youngest to listen to.
1: Yeah, I think you could take, you know, the the additional two tracks, maybe throw them into the library. And they good shuffle songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I, I haven't listened to this album in, in probably over 10, 20 years. Yeah. So, you know, it's not something that I, I revisit, but as we embark on this journey, I felt like this was a good good moment because um it just it just resonates with me so much during my teenage formative years um getting in all about more about the world from guys that lived in different cities and you know and grew up differently than i than i did at, at the time but i think you coming off the get ready to close it out you come off the product dead homies and then the next track is a skit just kind of joking and clowning around, yeah, you know, you think about how we as 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 black people as a community, you know we find ways to make light of dark moments, and yep. I thought that, that was yep. interesting and uh, and that's it and the the thing about the significance of the last track, I gotta say was up mm-hmm. is I believe that was the first time he threw a shot at n w a on record mm. no Vaseline was on the next album death certificate. The next year the following year but at the end of that track uh-huh. he said yo what's up with such and such or whatever and then he kind of hung up on him so uh-huh. that's another reason why this this EP in, 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 the, in the context of hip hop history yeah is uh should actually be mentioned more but yeah yeah
0: no I, I, I agree especially off of my first time listening I, I don't know why it's not mentioned more I don't know why some of my you know some of the OGs that I know that, that are hip hop heads haven't mentioned this to mm-hmm. me um but i definitely want to go back to dead homies back real quick that one resonated with me Mm -hmm. a lot because when i was growing up in high school middle school all that when i was in miami two of my best friends i'll I'll mention them by name kerwin clettner and michael anthony mcqueen these were two of the most brightest people um, not just from an intellect standpoint but from a personality standpoint mm-hmm. from an infectious standpoint everybody always wanted to be around them they were two of the most popular kids you know I was I kind, I ran in the popular group of my age group like mm-hmm. I, I didn't really mess with a lot of upperclassmen I didn't mess with underclassmen I was always a, amongst my peers but they were the ones that can matriculate into upperclassmen lower class they, they were just that infectious I always just kind of stayed to myself even though people knew me because of sports and stuff like that. All three of us play sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Kerwin, we play basketball and football. Uh, but all three of us play football. And um, Kerwin got a scholarship to go to Clarion University to play football. Uh, Mike went to the Marines. Uh, oh no, to the Army. I, I, I take that back. He went to the Army. Um, you know, after, you know, after we're growing up through high school, and both of them are sad stories. Kerwin basically died from a heart attack because and i mentioned it on the podcast he died from a heart attack from an overdose of cocaine
1: mm.
0: um you know so and i showed my bro- like if you just google his name you'll see all of the mugshots and you'll see how he progressively mm-hmm. got worse and it's crazy man like that one hit my my soul real hard because like me and him we we, we was like we were tight. We were super tight. You know, like he was a neighbor that lived like a block away from me. Mm. Our moms knew each other. I would go over there all the time. He would spend an night. I spending like it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like we play Madden, all that type stuff. So, you know, to hear that he passed and how he passed, that one hurt. And then my boy Mike, he went to the army, became um a green beret, all of that. Like he had super military clearances. Like he at first he didn't take it serious, then he started taking it serious. Then he, you know, enrolled in Howard and all of that. And one of his roommates was also um, you know, Army as well. And I guess he was dealing with PTSD and he shot him. Mm. Um, so you know, that dead homies track, how he talks about, um, you know, I might shed a tear or two, you know, and just kind of keep it moving that's kind of how it was, you know, Um, and no matter how sad it is, obviously there's things that always make me think of them, Mm -hmm. but it, like you said, man, like like sometimes we just got to make good of a bad situation and, you know, just kind of keep it moving, so I never thought that I would have dead homies due to drugs mm-hmm. and gun violence yeah you know i went to private school like i like even though i that was part of my environment like we were somewhat insulated and we also had like all of our parents were in our lives even if it was just one parent like it, it we were all a tight-knit family mm-hmm. um you know at Kurt, archbishop Curley Notre Dame, which no longer exists and saint mary's which was my middle school and just to have two of the brightest people come out just not be here no more, man. Mm-hmm. Like that song, I, I played that thing like two, three times, man. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it just hit. It just, it just hit me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, the wrong kind of timeless, you know, type of yeah, you know, content track. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah. Yeah. I'm not even gonna do favorite tracks man it's too short
1: yeah no, nah, yeah it's yeah. Just, just you got an
0: intro outro and a skit off of seven yeah. ain't, no, ain't no favorites yeah. but, but it's a damn good project and if you've never listened to this go listen to it mm-hmm. a lot of it still
1: applies 31 mm-hmm. years later and if you guys want us to do more throwbacks I mean we are but we would mm-hmm. like to hear feedback uh, yeah yeah
0: give us some suggestions yeah. man like all of these projects this has all been me Ken and Nick coming up with all of these mm-hmm. I don't know if we can really come up with 365 like without struggling so we definitely look hit blow us up on twitter man Mention me with projects that you want us to um to review um blow ken up blow is the mike stallon twitter blow up blow up bz blow up rob blow up everybody you don't say get blow them up so that way they they come on this platform and they give you some audio reviews too man but we appreciate you guys thank you for consuming the content Um, and if you didn't know you know if you've already listened to a couple of them Perfect. Thank you. But we're going to do a review every single day. So if this is your entry point, make sure you go back and make sure you stick around to see everything else that comes out, man. We appreciate it. Peace.